to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. My name is Dan Leonard. Hi, Dan. And joining me this week in the studio is Heather Strait. Hi, y'all. And Mr. Jeff Williams. You already heard my voice. <laughs> we can't wait to hear it some more. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Ahoy, sailors! Y'all just got back from a week on the high seas, sailing with Virgin Voyages on the Scarlet Lady for their five-night Dominican days, which means that this show is a real rarity for us. It's a trip report that the whole group can actually contribute to. I think this might be the first. If we... The only other one was our combined Star Cruiser report, but we worked together on the same Star Cruiser. That would be fun. Sidetrack. I know. I'm willing and able. Good. Let's meet at the Star Cruiser. But that's for a future show tonight. Today, we're going to talk about what we did, saw, and ate. We're going to share our honest opinions on the whole experience and talk about why Virgin Voyages is the cruise for everyone, as well as being a great value and really something different in the world of cruising. (laughs) <laughs> what do you want to talk about, Dan? Let's just I'll say if we what want to start like. at the beginning, the embarkation process there, getting on board and setting sail was so easy. smooth, so quick, so easy. Yeah. Before you set sail, you reserve a time to show up at the port and I we just walked think right it on was the maybe ship. twenty minutes from the time we were dropped off in the car to the time I was literally in the stateroom. Yes. Yeah. In Amazing. the stateroom, too. That's important. Yes, you and get the, access the to that state right rooms away. are ready when you board, and they're right there on the gangway saying, your stateroom is ready. I don't know what the earliest possible boarding time was. One, 1.30. Okay, so 1.30. So my boarding time was 2 or 2.15. Several of us were around the 2 to 2.15 mark. By the time we got on, there was no line at all. You walk up to a single kiosk. They take your picture. No, they don't even. You take your picture ahead of time. You do all that all stuff All they did was give me the band, and we signed something, and off we went. It was mm-hmm. the fastest ever. No line at any point. And I love yeah. the sailor band concept. Instead of a stateroom key, it's like a magic band for your mm-hmm. cruise. But it was a cool yeah. sort of, I don't know. Like a paracord like a, yeah. type bracelet. Had a little silver ankle uh, anchor on it, and fun, fun little puns that you could choose. Yeah, it was just a little little puck on a string bracelet. You're up around twice, adjust. Very comfortable to wear, and that opens your door and is also your charging 
Tuck mm-hmm. for everything on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and by removable. the time you get you on that ship, your room is ready. We went straight. There's no grand atrium and no big like, hey, blah, blah, welcomes the hoo-hoo. <laughs> you just get on and they immediately like direct you. You tell them what your room number is. And they're like this elevator to that floor and boom, we were off. Yeah, it's quick. Get, get, drop your bags if you mm-hmm. carried them all on at your stateroom. And it um, was, if you check your bags up front, it did take a, f- a couple hours yeah. to get all those distributed, but it might be pretty it quick. Yeah. The I think, port- yeah, it was about an hour from when the yeah. stuff I carried on, I dropped a- right away. And the stuff mm-hmm. that the bellman checked was on there within yeah. an hour. The port is so pretty. It was almost a little bit disappointing that I didn't have more time to explore it. They have a beautiful <laughs> yeah. outdoor deck with chairs and umbrellas that looks out over the bay there that would be yeah striped red nice. and white mm-hmm. chair a nice little hangout out there where you get some great i didn't even think to do it because everything just moves so quick that you if you had gotten to the port early like if you had an early flight or something looked like a nice area to hang out and get some great photos of the ship mm-hmm. another really great tip if you do have an early flight you can go to virgin's port drop off your bags, and then they have a free shuttle that takes you to the Bayfront Market and Bayfront Park area. And you could go and eat lunch or just walk around in the park, go do mm-hmm. some shopping in that little shopping area. I thought that was a really yeah, great service. Great little area with a lot of restaurants and stores. There's a beautiful park that just has great views looking out on the bay and at Miami Beach. And one of those big scenic Ferris wheel rides and food trucks, all kinds of stuff around there. And you take the shuttle back to the port and it's time to get on the ship. It was, I thought that was a great touch. Miami is such a pretty port. Yeah, it's a beautiful city. I would love to have some time to do some more exploring next time I go down that way. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And you did the most South exploring Beach, right? of any of us. He walked 35 miles that day. <laughs> I was only about five miles out, and then I took a bicycle five miles back to my hotel. But yeah, I, I checked out Ocean Ocean Boulevard, where they have all the cool old Art Deco painted in the candy pastel colors. It's a beautiful place, just cool to walk around, see the sights. It's right there on the South Beach. The famous um, Birdcage Hotel. Yes. And the yep, opening the scene that comes out across the water and right up to the front of the hotel. Very so, cool. That's a really cool place. I, you don't necessarily have to walk five miles. Normal people probably would have called for Uber. a lift or a taxi or something, but I decided to walk just because I'm weird. Yeah. So you get on the ship. They are very high energy. They have the entertainment crew out directing you to go to your rooms or go up to deck 15 to the galley to grab some food. I love Which, that the entertainment crew people are dressed like Fun, hip, sexy versions of the regular crew members on other yeah. cruise ships in their sort of red or white jumpsuit things that look like, you know, they should be wobbing the deck or something. But right. one of them was into a skirt with bicycle shorts underneath made out of that same material. And one of them had like one leg on, one leg off of the thing. A lot of them were open in the front. You, they're all like, you know, hip, sexy crew members. And they're the ones that are welcoming you with bullhorns and trying to get the whole party vibe started. <laughs> that was when you, oh, okay, we're not on Disney Cruise Line right yeah. now. We went straight up to the galley, which is one of the first differences. There's no buffet Love on a virgin that, ship. Right. 
but it's almost it's just the best of both worlds because it it reminded me a lot of what a, a lot of the cruise lines are doing now with the little food station type things in their buffets. But instead of having to stand in line and get your own food, you just sit down and there's table service. And that's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That concept is very popular all over with the sort of different ethnic food stalls or types of food. They had a diner. They had a burger place. They had a sweet place. They had a noodle bowl, mm, like you know, Saigon noodle house kind they of thing. So they had so many bowls of truck. ramen. They had a, they have a bento a box tacos. you can grab and go any kind of sushi all day, every day. Like, Which that is was great. amazing. Every time I went near the place, I'd get a box of sushi. Yeah. And they have breakfast at breakfast time. They have mixed. Uh, and there's breakfast and all day. So if you're the type who is out partying until two and then you sleep until two, you can still go get breakfast mm -hmm. in the galley. I also liked that they had a little grab and go section in the galley where you could grab snacks, put some Charcuterie in your boards. Yeah. Put some in your fridge in your room all the time. That was there, which I loved. The food on board is one of the standouts for me. Every yep. restaurant was amazing. The reason they don't have a buffet is they've gone to a boutique restaurant style. So there's many different restaurants and they're all the size of just a normal land-based restaurant. Not these giant two and three story monstrosities. No that main some of the dining other ships room. Have. No, right. no yeah. enforced dining times. You don't have a rotation or a, you know. You eat every day at 545 kind of thing. Which everybody loved I that. I loved and, that. Yeah, if you want to. And the great thing is all of these tables serve all of the main restaurants. I believe there's seven of the like main sit-down spots. Mm -hmm. There's 20 places to eat overall. Yeah. But each of these main restaurants, it's like on any other cruise ship, it would be one of the spots that you pay extra to mm -hmm. upgrade your meal in instead of eating in the main dining room. No, that's included in all included the cost of your voyage you show up and you get yep. more food than any so much food. sane person yeah <laughs> this was some high quality amazing high dining. quality yeah. they had a korean barbecue place a high Gunbei. end like mexican place gun bay was my favorite that was so a korean fun. barbecue fun vibe in there they cook at your table they, they play, you a play drinking, drinking game games and it's super fun and the, of several of the places there were things on the menu that you could Pay a little extra to upgrade if you wanted. Like in the steakhouse, there was a tomahawk. And it, but even for an Bay, enormous two-person tomahawk steak, it was only $65, oh, yeah. I think, which that's like a $200 steak elsewhere. Yeah. And Gun yeah. Bay, you could upgrade to add a course, which I wish we had realized was completely unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> we got some Wagyu and it was so, we had so much food. Wagyu there. was... Yeah. Amazing, but food. it was unnecessary because yeah. there was so much so much food. food. If you have probably, we were always in our, we had a group of 37 people. So we were always in groups of five and six mm -hmm. people. So they would basically say, do you want us to just bring everything? And of course the answer yes, to that please. is always say yes. So, and that's one of their mottos on the ship. Always <laughs> say yes. But they would just bring out a sampling of everything. And if you like something, you could get more of it. If you didn't like it, no big deal. Mm -hmm. So we got to try basically every menu item from every restaurant. On this yes. Cruise. And it was all and, so good. And by the way, if you've only got two or three people at your table, they'll do that. You just have to ask. Oh, they good. I wondered about it. it. But yeah, 
it's a cruise ship. So you can order three entrees if you want. And if you want to just order family style for the table and let everybody try it, they'll do that mm-hmm. too. We did that at, at the steakhouse, at the wake, the steakhouse. We did that specifically for dessert. We just so delicious. Dessert. All everything um, we ate on board was so good. You can make reservations yeah. before. You go when your booking date opens if you want, or you can make reservations while you're on board, or you can just we walk We did a up. little of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did they a little of all three, actually. Yeah, we would just walk they up sometimes. They hold a ton of tables available for walk-ups. It looked like it was at least half the restaurant was held for walk-ups. Yeah, we space. never had a so, tr- problem just getting in somewhere. So don't get discouraged if you're looking at the app and, oh, there's no reservations mm-hmm. available. That's because... They don't hold them in reservations. I will say, though, it seemed like the restaurants were the busiest on the last night of the cruise. I think that might be because there's not a big theater show. Yeah. And also, it's the last night, so people are got to try that one trying, thing they didn't yeah. get to. Right. Another, so we had a little bit more trouble walking up that night. But other than that. Interesting, because um, yeah. that's the night that we walked up to Wake and got right in. <laughs> the yeah. Wake had, that's the biggest of the restaurants, because it's multiple large areas it looks like right maybe on the it was going to be two, two restaurants at one point and they just opened it all up because mm-hmm. the wake it's a high-end steakhouse really, really good every piece of food i put in my mouth was amazing and another tip that i didn't catch on to till about halfway through is they have brunch every day in razzle dazzle and the wake and i never got to try those so that's what i'm looking forward to I trying th- next time I think the Mexican place does breakfast also. Oh, the Mexican place. Got I, it. I think the Mexican yeah. corn omelet. Oh. I made a fool of myself. The Mexican place there is not like <laughs> so your typical good. sloppy burrito Mexican place you may be used to at home and love. But this was high in like mm-hmm. craft Mexican, small plates-ish. But they had a Mexican, deconstructed Mexican street corn there that oh. I myself we had ordered 14 so many bowls, bowls of. <laughs> I think that was my I, favorite place yeah. as far as the food. Mm-hmm. Gun Bay mm-hmm. was my favorite overall experience because the food was so excellent. The drinks were great and it was fun. But the food at that Mexican place, I had this pork dish that uh, I wanted to take seven bowls of it home with me. It was so good. Yeah. Delicious. Really, yeah. really good. I think immigration does not let you bring Probably bowls not. of pork. Sadly, can I pork bring from this the night before seven the bowls US. of pork yeah. in this Ziploc bag? <laughs> Gross. It was good. I, good I though. Had steak that night. That was really mm, excellent. Mm-hmm. It was like steak and mole sauce. You, Dan had duck that was amazing. All the sides were good. good. And, and they I, bring you tortillas so you can make a, a little taco out of anything yes. you've ordered. Mm. I like and that. I, and I kept hearing from everybody who I know who had already been on that. Just you're going to be blown away by the food and it, no lies detected. It was yeah. excellent. And Can these are people ch- that also think the food on other cruises is great. So I was like, yeah, yeah we'll see. Yeah, exactly. I, I always find cruise food to be okay. medium everywhere. Yeah. The yeah. other places, for example, Disney Cruise Line, I find the food in Palo and Enchante and Remy to be outstanding. But the rest of it is just, you know, it's just good. It's Very not mid. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to. Mass produced. They're mm-hmm. feeding three thousand people at one yes. sitting. That's impossible to do in a craft yeah. way. And that's what's nice about this. You just order what you want mm-hmm. and you eat when you want. And yeah. there's never more than hundred fifty or so people seated at a time. Yeah. So it works Can like a normal restaurant. Can we talk about the pizza and the hot dogs? Yes. In addition <laughs> okay. to the regular restaurants, <laughs> they have 
a pizza place that's open till one thirty in the morning. That is a. It's oh. literally called the pizza. The place. pizza yeah. place. That is. <laughs> that's really knowing your audience because I ate they, so many people pizzas. are out partying till one o'clock, and then that place is stacked at one thirty. We had a we had a friend bed. who yeah who took one to two pizzas back to his room every night. Yeah, yeah the key was he as he put it, this is sober me thinking about drunk me later. <laughs> So, so it just became a regular stop every day in the evening after dinner, yeah. you go to the pizza place, get your supplies for later in the night, <laughs> yeah. take them back to yeah. your room and then go out and park. Yeah. stop off and get um, your bed pizza. Yeah. Which was right next door to lick me till I scream the ice cream shop. Uh, really, is- really great ice cream shop. Not again, nothing extra. They have treat counters mm-hmm. and ice cream and like on Disney cruise line, they have a sweet s- shop and a, Ice cream place. It's an upcharge for like four fifty or something for a scoop of ice cream. This is all included, and they had some fun, great flavors like lavender and uh, mm. yeah, yeah. So they, they rotate them daily. They ha- they have a one or two rotating flavors daily. Yeah. Should also add that like at that spot, just like at other places, they are very mindful of like. There's a sugar free option. There was gluten vegan gluten vegans. Gluten-free cones. And their cones, um, they had in different flavors. So you could get a traditional yeah. waffle cone or a red velvet cone. That one was good. I got a the black one, one several times, which was vanilla, which is odd. Beans are black. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. And it makes uh, for a then, cool Instagram shot of your ice cream cone in the black cone. In front of the sign. Yes. <laughs> so that Very pizza place, sign. it was the, the longest we ever waited for pizza was about 15 minutes. And mm-hmm. the other 17 times I went by there, you could get them <laughs> in about five. I ate so much. And you can also pick up us. You can also pick up Caesar salad at that spot mm-hmm. to go. And they had your. I never yeah, tried the hot dogs. You guys were raving about the hot dogs. Dude, oh, man. Yeah. So in an area called the social club, it's got. It's kind of a classic arcade and a little small diner. Then it has foosball tables, air hockey tables, shuffleboard, all these other games, all included. So many board games. Arcade games are wide open. You don't have to put quarters in or anything, but they have a counter there that popcorn, which is great popcorn, and it is open late. And then hot dogs, like a weird thing, but I love a hot dog. I had a, oh, and then boozy milkshakes. Yeah, floats. Like Those cost throat. extra because they were boozy, boozy but they boozy. were eight to nine dollars depending on which one you got. And then the hot dogs are all included. But I had a Reuben hot dog that had oh man, it had the corned beef and the kraut and the Thousand Island on top of a hot dog and a really good yeah, bun, cheese, yeah, super good. And then the Philly one, I went back for that a couple of times. <laughs> it was some peppers and onions. Peppers and onions, and then the chopped steak. And that cheese sauce over the top of the whole thing. It was very messy, but very delicious. Yeah, I really enjoy the hot dogs where you put an entire other sandwich on top of the <laughs> yes, <hot dog>. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call indulgence. i tell you what, they needed to team up with the crew down the hall and put one of those pizzas on top of one of those. Oh, dogs. yeah. You could get some, a hot dog with part of that white pizza on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or cut up the hot dogs and put them on top of or the pizza. Or stop off at the hot dog place and head to the pizza. Then place. go get a pizza. <laughs> but at <laughs> that same counter where they did the hot dogs, the milkshakes, et cetera, they have a sweet treat counter. They have like Rice crispy treats, but made out of different cereals. They have those kind of thing. They had cake pops. They had 
fudge. They had multiple kinds licorice. of fudge. I saw Brownies. a jar of licorice. Yeah, all mm-hmm. different sweets. You can you could just stop off every time you walk by and get a cake pop. So good <laughs> yeah. and so so inclusive. The chocolate cake pop was really good, but the one that got me was the birthday cake pop. So it had all the birthday weird confetti stuff inside of the cake pop. And it wasn't like a little, like a Starbucks with a little meatball size cake on top of a stick. This was like a big hunk of cake. It was like a, more like an ice cream bar. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Speaking of ice cream bars, they have that too. You can get them all day long in the canteen. Dan, you tried what? Banana chocolate? Yeah. It's actually a popsicle stand. They had guava. Guava mango, they had a raspberry one. There was a third one that I can't recall, and they had a banana popsicle that was dipped in chocolate, so it looked like an ice cream bar, mm. and that was phenomenal. It was really good. Yeah, yeah, those were good. And then lots and lots of bars, bars everywhere. No one will <laughs> be shocked that my favorite was Sip, the champagne bar. Yeah. You know it's what? like I didn't even whole- drink champagne in there. It just had a beautiful... <laughs> mellow vibe it was a good through way so you got to see all the people mm-hmm. great people watching there but never too loud and never too you had crazy. that one drink that was bourbon and champagne and what was that yeah it was like a french 75 called. but with bourbon mm-hmm. oh yeah it was a bullet bullet rye and champagne and citrus nice that i love that delicious. place they really the had whole, a bar whole, vibe for everyone everywhere yeah the whole sixth and seventh deck uh, it's like a series of hotel lobby bars from different hotels that have a yeah. different flavor. So, yeah. so you've got the sip, then down below, they've got that kind of dark green lounge that the drinks were all kind of sailor themed, mm-hmm. but very high end fancy sailor yep. themed. And they had musical acts down there, down towards the back of the ship. There was that dock house inside seating area that they had. That was gorgeous. Sofas mm-hmm. that were more like a bed and that couches was like and kind of wicker chairs. and cord and that kind of look. Yeah, it's, it was a Mediterranean kind of yeah. place. It was, yeah, they I mean, had Mediterranean a, small bite snacky type things there too. Yeah, they have the magical red flag that you raise mm-hmm. and your, wait, your waiter shows up uh-huh. for you. Um, more bar, so many bars. So the loose cannon. It was really loud in there, but that's yeah. where they have the gigantic stunt drinks. They the have shocktopus. <laughs> which is shots that are in like six ounce glasses. Okay, it was that are basically like a, a cocktail sized shot. Yeah, they were, right. they were in like a rocks glass. Yeah, they but they serve it to you on this octopus metal octopus, and each arm is holding a glass. And they it was also delicious. A, uh, I can't remember yes, what was in it, delicious. but it was so, yeah, it was like so an good. octopus statue holding five mai tais. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like a mai tai with pounded. Like, coconut cream in it. Yes, I insisted that everybody drink them like a shot since they're (laughs) described as giant shots. They also have a tiki bowl type drink that's in a gigantic clam shell. Yeah, you had that one, Dan. Yeah. Was that good? It was like, yeah, it was good. It it was gin and... and, uh, Yes, yes, that's what I said, orgeet. (laughs) And uh, some other stuff. Okay, it's only been about a month since I've known exactly how to pronounce (laughs) that. Jeff sent me a little... Did you know this yeah, is how I it's pronounced? No I just like to say almond. Uh, yeah. I was, saw at one tasty. point just outside Loose Cannon, they were playing beer pong one evening. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's pronounced orjat. 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 And that's another thing. There's all these activities on board, but it's not like they have the shuffleboard tables, but they're the table, kind of not on the deck. Mm-hmm. It's, they're fun and funky activities all over the place. All they had over. the first night. 
I think it was the first night or the second night they had college games mm -hmm. in the, which I don't know if they had anything other than beer pong, but they were playing beer pong in the social club. I think they did play they, a few others. They had others. We okay. just left before it was. That's what I like. There, there's these pop-up activities and maybe, you know, I like, I'm an elderly person. So I'm like, I'm not playing beer pong with these young people, but you don't have to. It right. doesn't take over the whole boat or anything. Mm -mm. So you can wander out of there and go find a quiet spot. Yeah. And they had some they typical had, uh, cruise stuff like trivia, lots of different kinds of trivia. Lots of trivia and so lots many of pop-up karaoke all over mm -hmm. the place. Yeah. Yeah. They had a speed jigsaw puzzle competition that the prize was booze, I believe. Yes. Uh, it was a big drink. Some folks um, in our group won that one. They put together they a, a jigsaw. A, what was it? Three, three, 300 four? piece jigsaw pieces. puzzle. In like 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That would take me two um, weeks. Yeah. They also have, they do have a bingo night. Yes. I don't know if any of our agents went to that, but I imagine that it was not your typical bingo. It was not. Bingo. There was drag queen bingo oh, drag one bingo. of the nights. Yeah. I think they <laughs> did a couple of different versions of bingo, but there was a drag bingo, which okay. I'm sad I didn't go yeah. to that one. They have um, they a also, bunch of different exercise classes too. So in the main theater, not it is also... The main theater that's also where they do the shows at night. Sometimes there's bleachers in there. Sometimes there's not. It's flat. It's very transformable. But we walked by one time and they had the one side of it was a stage where they were doing Zumba class. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, they do. They have a deck, a, a, a platform at the very highest deck level where they do sunrise yoga classes. Mm -hmm. There's the running track. They've got a boxing gym area. They do yeah, didn't you hurt your hand outside. in there? Basketball. Yeah, I took Basketball a few court. swings. Took yeah. a few swings at the heavy. The way they broke up the gym was interesting. One whole side of the ship was like Peloton style spin bikes. And then the other mm -hmm. side was treadmills and weights. And so yeah. that both of them could have nice big views of the sea while you were yeah, working all out. Of, all of the machines face outwards to the big mm -hmm. floor to ceiling. Yeah, and then all the weight there. room and all that stuff was separate. But all those fitness classes that were included, there were tons of them. You went to a boy band fitness class that was like oh, 90s yeah, yeah. songs. I didn't stay for the whole time, but I did stay. They had a 90s boy band dance class that looked like fun. Like I said, there's lots of yoga. Their whole thing is they say you spend the morning detoxing so that you can retox at night. Yes. <laughs> yes. I skipped the uh, detox part and just kept retoxing. Just kept on yeah. going. <laughs> You just kept the talk. But so, yeah, that it's something for everyone. If mm -hmm. you want to work out and exercise, you can. If you don't, you can totally you don't have that to. part of the ship. That's, that was everything. what I was struck by on this cruise line is it really seems to be something for everyone. If you hate dressing up for dinner, you don't have don't. to. If you love right. dressing up for dinner, go ahead. I never wore saw, long pants the yeah, whole time. We saw a mix. If you're the type of person who wants to change and dress up and go to dinner go for it nobody's gonna look at you weird walking around in a ball gown at night but if yeah. you want to roll up in shorts and a t-shirt you can do it that was too. very be yourself and yourself mm -hmm. can be any kind of person yes when they first right. launched this cruise line i think they went a little hard with the avant-garde marketing mm -hmm. i wasn't sure if some people were going to think it was a little too young or a little too right party or a little too rowdy or a little too gay or a little too anything and there's some of all of it and that's what's so great like we had a mix of people from mid-20s to i'm in my mid-50s so mm -hmm. and we all loved it 
Yeah, and it and was the ship itself had people up to their mid eighties. Oh yeah, yeah, we saw yeah. some Most very old people on multi generational family yeah. cruise trips that were all having fun and all in different ways. And all in ways they probably didn't expect to. Yeah. There was some really old people at yeah. the Scarlet Night party on deck, which we'll get to later. Was, but that very old people really yeah. having a good time and shaking their It was their like booties. life, you know, just yeah. all kinds of different people. And to that's a and that, boozy painting class that I was expecting huh, it was going to be like traditional, you know, we're going to paint the sunset on this canvas. And it was little uh, ceramic sugar skulls and we just could do whatever we wanted while drinking champagne. So fun. And to the point that Jeff made about, you know, there's all of those things. So there's something for everybody, but nothing is up in your face and all over the place. Exactly. If you want to find the certain vibe, you can go find find it. it. You got to go looking for it, but it's there, but you're not, nobody's forced into any situation that they're not uncomfortable with. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's all, it really is inclusive the flow of there the ship too how everything was spread out was so there's something everywhere like even the salon spa type of thing there's one section where you go you go for massages and body treatments there's a nail hair place. salon there's a nail place there's a tattoo parlor on yeah. board like yeah, everything hip, hip little area there that was all these high-end shops and mm-hmm. gift shops and then it had a record store and then there's oh, a tattoo about parlor, the record store. which Heather got a tattoo. I sure and did. And then next to that was a, like a gentleman's, what'd they call it? Oh, the bar, like uh, the barbery or whatever. But it was like a hipster barber shop where you could get a shave and a facial or whatever. Yeah. But it was very, yeah, like uh, it was stubble and pirate. Stubble, yeah, stubble and, and groom. That was yeah. stubble and groom. Yeah. They'll do a, they'll do a, a high, a fancy hot towel, straight razor shave, and you can upgrade it to add on either a beer or a glass of whiskey nice. to enjoy while you're being shaved. Yeah. And they also do regular yeah. haircuts. Next to They're that nice was haircuts. the dry dock. That was a blowout bar for just getting your I never your saw hair. anyone in there. I did. And I, um, I thought about I going to times. do it, but I ran out of time. There's a concept I was shocked to even know existed. First time I was in Vegas, there was a dry <laughs> bar. I'm like, what is this? People go there, ladies go there and get their hair dried and Well, whatever. and it's not it's just styled. shampooed and dried. It's, you know, you get a style. It may be an updo for a fancy night or maybe you're just tired of having to blow dry you your long hair yourself. And that reminds me too, in addition to like the fitness classes, they also have wellness classes. And so there were things like how to turn your bathroom at home into a spa and give yourself home facials. Oh, wow. It was crazy the amount of uh, things. There, they was, also a sex, there did. was a sex advice show that they uh-huh. had. It was half comedy and half like Dr. Ruth, like a hip Dr. Ruth kind of show. And it was right. and apparently pretty risque, but also, again, you don't have to go. If you aren't into that, open. it's not going to be, you won't even notice that it's happening. And since there are no kids anywhere just makes it so right there there was stuff like there's stuff like before our beach day they had classes of here's ideas for makeup and hair looks for your perfect beach day look Mm -hmm. before scarlet night there was like hey here's ideas for party updos and makeup oh wasn't there a class on instagram photography for your food yes yes i wish i had (laughs) known i wanted to take yes There's Instagram food photography. There was also one where they taught you how to make and photograph beverages. Oh, I need to uh, do that was, one. Yeah, one. I'm going to do that also. Yeah. 
They also, speaking of Scarlet Night, not just on Scarlet Night, but they also had in the sort of center area of the ship on deck seven, as you went by, they would set up and do different things. Like they had a thing where ladies or men, anybody that wanted to could get jewels applied to their face, like dazzling your face. That was free. Yeah. So uh, we were with a big group and I didn't Every see night. the table. We just wandered into <laughs> one lounge, and here's 25 of our ladies sitting there with diamonds all over their face. Yes, that I wait. That happened several nights in a row. That was, yeah, and that was like run by, and that's something we could mention: the entertainment team, so the entertainment good. The crew. Happenings There's cast. not happenings cast. That's what it is. They it's not crew. just like one cruise director who's yelling at you over the over the intercom come play shuffleboard come play bingo or whatever it's these people are roaming the ship and they set up and they do these little events mm-hmm. in different parts of the public areas yeah. we had a little magician whenever. experience one night when we were just yeah. sitting in the might be a yeah. game or an up close magician or a dance like you're just somewhere and a dance breaks out you don't know mm-hmm. what's gonna yeah. happen and karaoke yeah. and, then, and pop-up photography studios and then and then those people might if you're lucky invite you to come somewhere for a special experience where a magician does a private magic show in a, I don't know where, because I, we didn't get invited, but he'll say, Hey, come, I'm doing a special show. Come do this. Or some other members of the team, they'll invite you to a special place for a special happening that only a handful of people get to experience. And that's where you wake up the next morning in a bathtub full of ice and your kidneys. I don't think that's true. I don't think that. No, but, that's why they told us always the say yes. by Jeff Williams. <laughs> yeah, that is not true. But it is true that you should always say yes. Always say yes. They are looking to make special experiences for everybody to make the cruise. Yeah. Matter. So, like, if you enjoyed this little taste of whatever dance or karaoke or or the magic when he twirling or yeah. a magic guy, then come to this, and then they get people that they know are going to enjoy it to go to another show that might be in a smaller room somewhere. Pretty cool. And then they have some shows in the big rooms that, especially that red room, that are pretty spectacular. Mm-hmm. I only managed to see the dual one. reality. I only got into dual reality, yeah. which is amazing. So Jeff mentioned this room transforms for whatever they're using the space for. Dual reality, they do two on the opposing sides of the room. They've got tiered stadium seating, and then there's a wide alley down the middle, and it's an acrobatic take on Romeo and Juliet. And Holy that crap, was, the number of times I saw somebody so cool. almost cream their face on the floor was the, amazing. The, take, the link to Romeo and Juliet was a little tenuous for me, but the whole thing was so cool. I love an yeah, acrobatic show. So when you show. come in, they give you either red side or blue side. So all the blue sits on one side, red sits on the other. They give you these wristbands. So then it comes out and it's like... It's like a street fight is happening, yeah. which I, you know, that's obviously it was a dance fight. Capulets, Montagues, or who doesn't love a good dance fight? Yeah, <laughs> so it's like a cross between fighting and dance, and then they start like from there going into a little bit more acro- acrobatic, and so people are doing like high climbing stuff on poles and acrobatics, and then like all sorts of stuff starts Juggling. getting in. So it turns into a contest where like the blue and the red, or rather than being the families fighting. It's they're competing in who can do the most amazing acrobatics. Who and can then slide course, down the pole head A blue first. falls in love with a red and all this. But it's musical, it's dance, it's acrobatics, it's di- crazy death-defying stuff. People sliding down poles 
holding on just by their legs with their hands behind their back towards the thing. And who could get the closest Head before first. smashing their face? They measured <laughs> and it was a contest. Like some yeah. of the high flying adventures were incredible. And the vibe in that room was amazing because each side really got into cheering for mm-hmm. their color. I mean, that was encouraged a little bit with some of the soundtrack and stuff, but it was like the, it was like being a, a spectator at a sports event. Mm-hmm. And everybody was cheering and it was really high energy. That was great. But um, then being, you know, whatever, it turned into let's all love each other kind of thing at the end, which the way they pulled that off, I won't spoil it here, but it was just fantastic. And everybody left there feeling great. Yeah. Wow. Those was, people were talented. Awesome. Yeah. They Did have you all a- see any of the other shows in there? No. We were that busy. was another thing. <laughs> I didn't look. I didn't look at much of what was available before we went. So the first couple of nights we had dinners at the time of the big shows Yeah, and they do them multiple times of night, but it just didn't work out the first couple of days to see the other two big shows. One of the nights they have a, like a dinner and a show. So you're in, is that one? I think it was in the manor. manor. That was in the manor. That Mm -hmm. one sounded really good though. It was like a variety show. Mm -hmm. Weird. The manor is a sometimes dance club. Sometimes they do shows and mm-hmm. then sometimes sex advice talk yeah. seminar. That one you definitely needed a reservation place for. with a stage. And then upstairs from there was, you could enter from this floor above and it had a wraparound balcony with two bars, seats, and then tables along the edge. The dinner and a show one, you really need a reservation for, obviously, because yeah. it's limited seating. So I highly recommend getting a reservation for that in a- so we mentioned Scarlet Night. The in addition, they had Pajama Party Night. So one night, like what? When did that start? Like ten o'clock first after night, dinners right? and stuff. Yeah, they had a pajama party. So it being Virgin Voyages, a lot of the pajamas were red. But you start suddenly seeing people in their jammies coming out. Mm-hmm. Some were like ridiculous, big fuzzy jammies and slippers. Some were more like a little sexier. Depends. You could dress in however you like, whether you know. You see some things because there's no kids around. It mm-hmm. wasn't naked, but it was, yeah. you know, smaller pajamas on some than others. Yep. But they have pajama nights, so everybody's just like mingling in the bars and stuff around the ship. And then it all gears towards they open up that big manor club and there's a huge dance party with everybody wearing. Well, usually that actually takes place outside on the back deck. It rained Ooh. the night that yep. it was for our cruise that usually I think centers around the deck where the where the net is that car oh, dance party the f- deck. Yeah. But they moved it inside because of the rain. Or, another, it worked great in there. Another yeah. thing that's great to mention is Wi-Fi is free. And there it is, rocks. Yes. yes. There is an option. If you are someone who does a lot of you, you want to do a lot of streaming or, you know, heavy data uploads, stuff like that. There's a $50 option for the entire length of your cruise, but you really don't need it. It's, mm-hmm. Free and it's great. We were doing a lot of social media posting and video uploads. I did do we did do mm. the upgrade, but even that was sixty dollars for the whole length. Yeah, and the, it was fast of the cruise, and I probably didn't even need that upgrade. True, uh, I'll like, tell you, I did a lot of I did a lot of video uploads for the company socials, and I did not upgrade my. You didn't. Wifi, upgrade, and I was yeah. fine. And there's so, so no. much I mean, entertainment was, <laughs> on your stateroom tv that if you really did want to watch a show or a movie or there was a ton of really ton great of movies stuff. i a couple times put on a movie while i was you know showering getting ready for bed at night it was really great stuff 
Let's talk about those staterooms real Oof, quick. Yes. Nice. There's something else. They're high tech. They're comfortable. Yeah. They're roomy. We all had seat. Most of the rooms are balcony or what they call a sea terrace mm-hmm. room, and they all have a, a hammock. Yes, everybody was loving the hammock. Yeah, and there was was a type of hammock that's strung where you can just sit upright, like in a swing, or you can lean back a little, or it'll stretch out where you can lay all the way out and have your feet kicked up looking at the ocean while you sail. Pretty great. Or sleep. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Or sleep and sleep. And I I think, so (laughs) the beds will transform into a couch. They used to have it so that... When you boarded, it was in couch mode. I think they found that a lot of people don't like that. They want the they wanted it to be a traditional bed most of the time. So now you have yeah. to ask for it if you want. I think that's the all adult spontaneity nature of the cruise that people yes. wanted the bed ready at all times. Yeah. Part of their thinking was that you might want to host parties in your room or have guests come in and sit with you, and it really does open up the room. I had I had mine converted to the couch one day just so that. I could get photos and video of it in that mode. It's really easy. So you've got a tablet in your cabin that is like the nerve center for your room and you can request room service on there. You can request cleaning. You can ask for the bed to be converted to a couch or back to a bed. And it also controls your lights, your desk light, your overhead lights, and it has some fun built-in mood lighting settings. If you're hungover, it makes all the lights a really yeah, there's one soft called blue. Hangover. And it closes your blackout curtains to your terrace so that it's nice and calm in there. There's pumped up mode where it opens up your curtains and turns on all the lights. There's photo shoot mode that kind of gives it a warm golden rose gold kind of color to the light. Kind of a boudoir photo shoot. Then there's get it on mode where (laughs) all the lights go red except (laughs) for one bright spotlight on your bed and they which I figured out you can turn that off. Of my floor because my bed was on the far end, off so the yeah. light wasn't. I figured wasn't out how to bed. turn off those spotlights too in my room. I played around with all the different. But settings. when you hit on the get it on one, it not only do all the lights turn red, the curtains close, and all that, but the TV comes on and plays like a bowl, <laughs> like sexy music. <laughs> it's funny, yeah, yeah. So that was fun to play with, but yeah, the room it's not huge, but very comfortable. And uh, we had XL sea terrace rooms, which give you, I really liked. I think it was about five more feet. Yeah. And most of that was in the bathroom. The bathroom was what I liked about it. The bathroom was much larger and it had a, a toilet was separated from the rest of the bathroom with a door. And I liked that better. And the closet's not right there when you open the door. Closet was a little bigger. Just a little bit more room. I really liked they're not much more. I noticed when I was mm-hmm. price shopping afterwards. There's a few hundred bucks difference it's in the about three hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but then they also have suites, which are really quite spectacular. They have several different categories of suite. They're called rock star, mm-hmm. all the way up to the mega rock star suite that has a guitar room. With yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, of the suites. I'd, like I'd love to be rooming next to that guy. Yeah. It's just like a guy that doesn't know how to play guitar is playing guitar. All of the suites have a turntable in them, which mm-hmm. I thought was cool. Not all of them have oh, the that guitar makes sense, room. Because they sell records. They have a mm-hmm. Virgin being Virgin. They have a record store in Great. the lobby atrium area. And then the higher category of the suites. So they've got 
the Rockstar Quarters, they've got Mega Rockstar Quarters, and then that biggest one, the Guitar Suite, is the massive Rockstar Quarters. (laughs) If you're Mega or higher, part of what you get included is they'll stock your room with a bar, which is included in your fare. Plus, you get daily bar tab to use anywhere else around the ship. You can get two bottles of wine per day up to a $90 value on those bottles of wine. So you can really... If you're of the mindset to put some alcohol away, you can. I've never really been in that mindset. I wouldn't know. That's not true. (laughs) Not much of a drinker. Not much of a non-drinker either. (laughs) No. (laughs) A happy medium. In the middle. Yeah. Everybody raved about those sea terrace rooms. Really comfortable. I thought they were great. Yeah, the bed is comfy. Everything. Mm -hmm. it was an interest, a little bit different of a look at first. When I had seen pictures of them online, I thought this looks a little bit like an IKEA showroom, which it had that multifunction vibe, but it, it worked and it really felt a lot more open than a lot of other cruise lines. Yes, yeah, I really appreciated. There were some thoughtful things like those. They, it could be like an end table on your bed, or it could be a little desk shelf in front of your chair in your room or it could be turned on its side and be like a lap table if you're sitting in bed i made great use of that because i use a cpap machine when i sleep and so i pulled that around to the side of my bed and my cpap sat on that which left the built-in like shelf part of the side of the bed for like my chargers my phone and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff and usually i have a lot of trouble with where to put a cpap on a cruise ship because there's no surface big enough to put one on that was great for me yeah so they definitely put a lot of thought into making and hooks on the wall to hang hats and things that Mm -hmm. a lot of that plenty of that's always your your pet peeve when they there are no hooks i think that every hotel room or a cruise stateroom should have hooks so you can hang lanyards or not in this case you don't need them but lanyards or coats or which i love hats and things that you need right by your door so when you walk out you grab it and go yeah yeah they really put a lot of thought into making the space as usable as possible even without being huge i really loved one interesting unique little feature that is uh, only a virgin thing where you shake the, you open the app and you <laughs> shake your phone and it's summons sh- a bottle of champagne to you. Shake for champagne. <laughs> yeah. Wherever you are on the Wherever ship. Wherever you are, they come and find you. Bluetooth and your GPS to come walk right to you. And they get within a few feet and then you realize there's a around, gentleman yeah. with a bucket of Moet and Chandon ice. Oh, oh good. Not ice. They didn't know it was the Imperial. Nice bucket of champagne for you. How many glasses yeah. do you need? Because everywhere you are is near a bar. So they bring the yeah. champagne, then they go get your glasses. They have two glasses with them. And if you need more, they'll run over to the bar and get you some. And it's a cool little thing. Your whole screen turns into bubbles and it's it says champagne and summoned. So it's 95 <laughs> bucks for a bottle, which actually is a pretty that's, fair that's price for that price. bottle of champagne mm-hmm. anywhere on land even. Yeah. And they bring it right to you. And so the novelty of it is great because it makes people <laughs> yeah. very routinely... Spend a hundred dollars on a bottle of something. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which I did. Which that could lead us into talking about the app. Almost everything you do is on the Virgin Voyages app. Yeah. Which in concept is awesome in actual working. It's it's a work in progress. And it is working. They're only a year and a half or two years old. 
this line. So the Wi-Fi works great. The app was hit and miss. Yeah, sometimes some dining reservations would disappear, or I had a couple of issues yeah. where people added me onto their reservation, but then they didn't, didn't know. complete. It didn't. It just never went through. I would never actually got added on to the reservation, although they could see me on from their end. Yeah, when you went to the um, restaurant itself, you'd be on it, but it might not show on your phone. So just little tweaks yeah. like that, right. you know, and developing um, an app from scratch for a cruise line developed from scratch. Of course, there's going to be a few hiccups. Yeah, there's a couple of times when the app just wouldn't load in for me. I kept getting an error. Sadly, screen. yeah. I ended up having to delete it and reinstall the app, which it was a big app. So that took a little while on the Wi-Fi. It it didn't ruin my day at no. all. Yeah, no, not at <laughs> all. There, I do think there were times there was stuff going on all over the ship that I might have attended had I known, but I wasn't yeah. able to see it all on the app. So I recommend they have stations throughout where you can pick up a paper list of all of the, or just like the traditional thing, the activities list. But even that didn't list, I don't think everything, everything. that was going on. So, Yeah, there you have to, you, I really recommend once you, if you're booked, then you can look at, once they post the event schedules, yeah. check those out because you do have to look in a couple of different places to see everything that's going on right. for the day. And, yeah, there's um, events, there's happenings, and there's shows, and so they're all different. Right. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it would be nice if they were all in one place, but so you'll figure out how to navigate the app, and you can find all that information. You can also find the menus for all of the restaurants inside the app there to check out what they have in advance. When you go to make a reservation, you have the option to look at the menu first before you click on to the reservation, so that was nice. I liked, I like, I always like to check out the menus and make a plan ahead of time and then throw that plan out. Once yeah. <laughs> and then it worked yeah. out perfectly because you didn't have to choose. They just brought everything. Right. Yeah. I'll have <laughs> one of everything and that solved that problem. So yeah, that there is the app and you have to use it for everything, but it's not like you spend your entire day in looking at right. it. The yeah. Way you might that is a parts. complaint I hear from our Disney clients all the time is that they feel like they have to spend too much time buried in the app to, to make reservations and do all the things. This really isn't that type of thing. You can definitely want to look there to see what's mm -hmm. going on and see what you might want to go to. But also, I never did and didn't care what I did because every bit of it was great. <laughs> I would just yes. happen upon things and like, oh, awesome. So you don't have to do a whole lot of pre-planning. I also yeah, really enjoyed the ports nice. that we visited on this one. Oh, we yeah. did Dominican days, so we went to Puerto Plata. Which it's is beautiful. A I had gorgeous never been. That's port. A gorgeous port. The port yeah. itself was only completed this new project they did. So it's like you get off and the docks are nice and whatever, and they have these little took cabs that'll take you around within mm -hmm. there coming down the long gangplank or not gangplank, but I guess the pier yes. to get to yeah. the main thing. And then they've built this gorgeous port that has a huge duty-free shops. So of course, there's that Diamonds International that exists in everywhere Every you go. But then they've put in a beautiful area with tons of different restaurants, little bars, cute stores, shops. souvenir shops, all this stuff in a safe, nice environment where people aren't, hey, come, let me give you a ride and all that stuff. That, that can pressures be intimidating. For some, yeah, for new travelers. Yeah. That's intimidating. This was very chill. They also had, and I've never seen this at any port, 
They had a beach and pool club. They had mm-hmm. multiple bars, swim up bars, a huge pool that people were swimming in with dancers and all this yeah, stuff. So it was like mm-hmm. a fun little party going on swim up bars, all free to use. They had changing yep. rooms where you could change in and out of a. I didn't know, or I would have brought my bathing suit. Had no idea, but gorgeous beach club. And then the beach there itself looked at the ship, so you could get great yeah. beach time while looking at your. Cool ship. We got some great pictures from there. There's neat photo ops all over. They have, for whatever reason, parrots and macaws all over all, the place all over. in the port, just in random trees. And so you talk to the birds. I don't know. I just thought that was great. Probably 10 or 12 different restaurants and bars all in this mm-hmm. port area. Yeah, you could, Before, if you don't have a, if you don't have a, Virgin calls them a shore thing, an excursion thing. book I for the day. That. Yeah. You could spend your day there, just mm-hmm. bring out that. at the pool there, and it, it's a perfectly nice day. It's yeah, we nice were going to wander out more spot. and see the city around Porta Plata there, but it started raining after we'd been in there a few hours, and we just headed back. But had I known, I would have brought my bathing suit and spent the day at that be- the beach and pool area, because that was really nice. And the drinks are cheap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so at every port on every sailing... With the shore things, they break them up into different kind of categories. They have high energy, your adventure ones. They have cultural activities. They have high-end ones that are usually like fine dining opportunities or something fancier. And they also, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they have Sir Richard's exclusive adventures, which are super high-end, once-in-a-lifetime adventures, like, like scuba diving with hammerhead sharks Ooh. type of things. But Porta Plata, there was a lot of food stuff. There was a rum and chocolate tour. That, that one some seemed of popular. The people with this, yeah, they went. Uh, they drank we so much that with our crew. rum. Yeah, they sampled like they sampled like six rums at each stop, and there was wow. I think four stops. And they would let you tell them, do you want a single oh sample, a double, or a triple? And the triple was like a full shot of rum, so you could. Yeah, that, that sounded like a fun day for them. There were cigar like a- rolling. There were combinations yep. of rum and cigar. If you're into yep. that, there was some food tasting one. There was a cognac thing. There was all sorts yeah, of stuff to go do. They'll take you out into the mountains to a family farm, and grandma teaches you how to cook a traditional Dominican meal. Wow. And then you sit outside on their farm and eat with them. I think they also show you how to like, That's cool. make brooms from straw, and then they... Teach you then they make you sweep dances. the house. Yeah. <laughs> Earn your keep. And there's a cable car to the top of the mountain, which is like a park, a nature park up there. And they take you on a tour of the park. I jumped off of waterfalls and it was a life-changing experience. That was I really have cool. the video. Yeah, that was that. that. <laughs> they pick you up right at the port and take you somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. They take you up, pick you up on the port. You take about a half hour bus ride out to this place as a national park that actually has, I think it was like, there's like 27 waterfalls on this mountain that you could go through so you go and they give you a locker to keep your stuff in they provide life jackets helmets and water shoes for you to use which was nice because you get very wet on this excursion then i could that much huh (laughs) yeah we all did you hike up the mountain it's about a 700 foot elevation change you get you go up there they do a forced rest period halfway up to make sure that nobody's going to have a heart attack. That's nice. They make everybody sit <laughs> down on the benches, to rest. take a rest, and you go up and you take another rest at the top of the mountain. And then 
you jump into a freaking river and uh, which goes through like slot canyons with a smooth kind of curvy cool oh, walls. Yeah. Then there's a series of waterfalls that you some of them you slide down like natural water slides. And there's cool. two spots where you can jump if you want to. The first one is maybe a 6 foot jump, but then the last one you jump it's a 20 foot drop down to the Ooh. water. And it's so intimidating. My body tried to stay on land after I jumped. The survival instinct kicked in and it didn't want to go flying out in the midair, but it was amazing. And it was so cool because you you swim, walk, wade from one stop to the other through this beautiful jungle river. So that was really cool. And yeah, then that, they give you dinner. That looks pretty uh, awesome. Yeah. They have a lunch afterwards that's mostly traditional Dominican food, although they also have hot dogs for some reason. Because all guys chillers love hot dogs. <laughs> that's right. And and that's all included for guests that are on the Virgin ships. They give you a VIP wristband. Other people might not get the VIP trip, you know, they have to pay for lunch. But oh, if you're there from Virgin, you get a VIP band. How much was lunch that is included? Hundred bucks. They yeah, have three different a bargain. They have different levels. So mine was actually the lowest level where we just did the waterfall. They also have a version where you get to do off-road, like ATV, four-wheelers, you drive Dune through buggy. rivers and creeks, and a little bit through the town. And it's about like a mile track that you get to go around, and then you hike up and do the waterfalls. There's also zip lining there, so you can do driving zip lining and waterfalls. That's like a real all-day ordeal. And they all include that meal at the end, and there's a bar at the buffet where you can buy these gigantic bottles of their local beer. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. And they also have the Mamawana, which oh, is their man. national yeah, that stuff is national liquor <laughs> of the Dominican Republic, which is it's got some heat to it. But so yeah, that was a, it was great. For I it was well worth the price that we paid. I think it, it, it was a once in a lifetime experience, you know. Jumping off of a cliff. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's funny on the video it doesn't look that high or intimidating, but I'm certain when you're standing up there, it looks scary. But I was thinking, I've, God, that's easy. I would do that, but I don't know what I'm talking about. I would totally. Get <laughs> I had my GoPro on me, and so I'm going to cut together my GoPro footage with the footage that they took. And that's the other thing. Part of the price includes they have a photographer that follows your group. They take pictures of everybody. They get video of everybody jumping and sliding down oh, every cool. waterfall. And you get a link to that at the end of the excursion. So you don't have to worry about losing your iPhone in jungles of the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Great value. So that was fun. And then the other port that we stopped at was the beach club at Bimini, which is. In Bimini, the island of Bimini, I had not been there. It's super pretty. The water around yeah. there was as pretty as I've seen anywhere Beautiful. in the Bahamas. Clear blue water. Clear, clean beach, no, no seaweed to be seen anywhere. No. They have again. The you go up the, off the pier, and they've got everything labeled really well. So if you're going to this excursion or this destination, get in this line. So that's really mm -hmm. well marked, easy to find. They have shuttles that take you. There's a stop that goes to a casino. There's a stop that goes to a fisherman's village where you can rent golf carts and multi-person golf carts if you want to just tool around the city. And there's some shopping. Right around there. And then another one goes to the casino hotel. And then the last stop is Virgin's own beach club they've built at Bimini. And that thing is awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful. There's 
plenty of seating al- along the beach out in the ocean if that's your scene they have an incredible pool with seating all around there and they've got the cabanas that you can rent for the day it's two um, giant pools that are shaped like wings and apparently the one on the left is like the chill pool and the one on the right starts off chill and then they ramp up the music and the vibe a little bit a dj comes on at 1 30 and some of that yeah. happenings crew that we were talking about come out and they do some dancing and all that to kind of get the crowd excited a little mm. bit and then they throw how many floats would you think that was there oh, was like man, 30 so floats many. that they threw 30 40 the, the whole pool was full of every size some were just a traditional yeah. donut float some were just ridiculous oversized islands floats with Giant rainbows clouds and- with rainbows <laughs> on them Incredible. there was one that was shaped like a jet there was an airplane one that i was trying i was hoping we could get uh, over on our side of the party, but that didn't work out. But yeah, it was great. They keep the party going. The happenings crew has like the easiest job that day. Oh, yeah. They just stand around the pool they, and when they feel like dancing, they, they dance. dance. They, they had feel bubble like- blowers. They had those super soaker quirk guns that they were firing out at people. And of course, you know, there's great service. All the same workers from the ship come out to the beach club so that you can, if you rent one of the cabanas, they have them beachside and poolside. We had one at the pool. They had literally was, a button. Which was great, yeah. Yes, what can I get you? Like, they just show up at your cabana and bring you whatever drinks and food out there is included. Yeah, and was delicious. That fish and that corn were really good. Again, with the corn. The, I don't know. I know. It's no, a I was, theme. I didn't know. I was <laughs> there. So a freak. <laughs> yeah, but that was great. Coconuts with rum inside them are highly mm-hmm. yeah the uh, drinks yeah, were good was... everything was good the drink prices i found on the island at the beach club and on the ship were very reasonable especially compared to a recent cruise i took on another line they were all <laughs> there was i think the most expensive drink i saw on there was 20 dollars, and it was made with high-end champagne so yeah most of the so drinks are a- more in a 10 to 14 dollar range their their prices for beverages, they're like what would be a drink at a regular bar starts at six dollars. But that's a drink made with Hendrix. That's a drink made with Jack Daniels. There's no yep. bottom shelf, no name. Yeah, yeah they don't even have uh, like aristocrat offerings. vodka or something. Yeah. And it goes up the most of the drinks, it looked like kind of cocktails average right in the like 14 to 16. And these are craft quality, range. like high-end yes. cocktails. Yeah, very creative. They were all del- I didn't have a single one that I didn't. They were all delicious. And that translates to out on the island, too. And they had a great selection of, like, you know, your typical tiki and beach kind of drinks. But really, mm-hmm. anything you would want, they had out there. And the staff... Except for Fireball. We didn't mention this, but this ship and the island... Their beach club are so well staffed, and we found out because they treat their uh, workers extremely well, and so people are happy to work there. And they're like, you can't sneeze without someone right there to help mm-hmm. you. It's crazy right. how good, how well staffed and how attentive they are on this ship. That's right. Their crew isn't hidden away below decks when they're not on shift. They're encouraged to spend time out on the decks, enjoy themselves, just like the like normal the human people, would. right? They can eat at whatever restaurant they want to eat at. They can use the salon. They can get a tattoo. They can they get free Wi-Fi. Right. Yeah. Free Wi-Fi. Use the fitness facilities. 
I saw a couple of guys that were on like their short break. They were the red jumpsuit, like should have been scraping barnacles off the side of the boat. They were just standing out on the deck playing with the giant chess set on their break. It's like, they're just out living their lives just like everybody else. And you can really tell they're so very happy. They're, they love being there. So Mm -hmm. they do a great job at their jobs Mm -hmm. because they want to keep them. Yeah. They're well paid and you can tip extra but all of your normal tipping your for your stateroom hosts and everything else is included so i love that when you speaking mm-hmm. of the app and the tech if, when you order a drink or anything that is a charge they just immediately the servers all have a phone they scan tap they just tap your little puck it pays for it you don't have to get a form and wait and fill mm-hmm. it out and add a tip and blah 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 it's just like boom they make it really yeah. easy to separate you from your money <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you can keep an eye on how much you've spent. Yeah, and then it immediately a shows wallet. up on your yeah, app yeah. in the wallet tab of your app. You can see within moments exactly what they charged you and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just love that part of it. Yeah, yeah. So Beach Club, they have excursions there as well. They're the typical Beach Club water sports kind of things. There were several different snorkeling adventures they have a shipwreck out there that you can snorkel around super cool that's cool uh snorkel near the sharks there's also like i mentioned scuba diving with the hammerhead sharks you could rent a jet ski i think they also had stand-up paddle boarding yeah they had a jet ski Um, tour or you could just rent one yourself right Mm -hmm. that seems risky i would go with the tour (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 that's the, that's all the excursions they have there, except for you can also rent the rent. The and they're there later. The all aboard time was 630 that day. So you were there right. till dusk. And I think at different times of year, they may even in different, depending on your excursion, how far they're trying to go when they leave there, they stay there as late as nine o'clock and have a bonfire yes. out there mm-hmm. at the beach club. That's yeah. They when, have these giant metal globes that they light fires in along the beach and they have dusk each party which we left about five a little before five on ours so i didn't see any of that i don't know that they did it because the all aboard time was 6 30 there but i think that's just different depending on your itinerary and the time of year yeah yeah that was nice and i also liked backing way up to the beginning of the voyage i liked that the sail away you left like later mm-hmm. in the evening yeah you it could really do stuff gave, in miami if you wanted you can do stuff in miami but also pulling away from the dock with the sunset behind mm-hmm. yeah the miami, way that was just like, yeah the way the port in miami is situated in the way the sunsets on the back side of the skyline not in your face so as you're sailing away you're looking back at the gorgeous miami skyline with the yeah. beautiful sunset behind it that was really yeah. cool really different i've this was my first cruise, so I don't have anything to compare it to, but it seems like from what I've seen that like the pool sail away party at evening, that vibe seems a lot more fun than like middle of the day. Yeah. Usually it's like a four o'clock sail away and you just like, we're leaving. Yeah. Bright sun burning down on you and everything. So yeah, the dusk sail away was really nice. I liked that a lot. Yeah. And they have the happenings crew out there. They were doing dance. They do a free champagne toast too. That was mm-hmm. worth noting that they had literally hundreds of their staff out there mm-hmm. with trays of champagne giving them, it was probably Prosecco, but 
a little bubbly toast to sail away. And you could go back and get more and more. So during this 30 minute or an hour window, they're just giving away free drinks. And if you don't like champagne, they had a couple of other options for free or you, or the bar was also open to order whatever you like. Yeah. I tried, it was a canned vodka soda. Yeah. That was was that kettle one. Like a kettle one botanical thing. Yeah. Really delicious. One was good. They were passing those out. I feel like the bang for your buck on this Virgin Voyages was really high. It's incredible. It is a great value. They talk about like you've already got this built-in value, like we talked about. The tips are included. Tips included. All of Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi included. Most Wi-Fi included. Most of the activities on board. There's some that aren't upcharged, but most mm-hmm. of these activities are all free. And there was um, an hour every day. I think it was five thirty to six thirty in. Oh yeah. Three bars where mm-hmm. the drinks were included. They were specific drinks. They called what? wellness yeah. drinks. Yeah, they had three healthy cocktails yeah. that were like all low sugar, mostly herb, yeah. but with low booze. Sugar. But with booze, yes. Yeah. I had no um, idea. They were those, the Kettle One <laughs> cocktails were one of them. And there were wow. a few different ones that were lower sugar, so they could be called a healthy cocktail. Right. <laughs> yeah, a wellness cocktail. <laughs> wellness cocktail. I had no idea. Yeah. I might have even had one of them that was free. I didn't notice. Yes. Yeah, those were mostly around the outdoor bars. Mm-hmm. The Dock House was one of them. Speaking of the bars and the cost of things, we didn't touch on this, but some cruise, like Disney has no kind of drink package. Some cruise lines have a, you can spend whatever per person per day to have a kind of unlimited drink package. And with those, you usually have to have about eight drinks before you even break even. But this one they do, if you order ahead of time, you can get a $300 bar tab. And then they'll usually match you up to 50, sometimes a hundred dollars, depending on the promo they're running at the time. Mm-hmm. So when you get on there, you have X amount of dollars to tick away. So I could buy your drink and it comes out of my tab and that kind of thing. And they're great about, I'll get this whole round and they scan your little yep. puck and then put what in what everybody wants. And you, you can, can keep pre-purchase track of what more than spending. one $300 yeah. bar tab. If you and know get you're on a longer cruise, you could get a three, six or $900 worth of tab. But a lot of their promotions give you onboard credits or mm-hmm. other loot. bar tabs. They match you some amount of dollars all the time if you prepay for at least one bar tab. I love that system. You could watch it tick away. By the end of the cruise, there were a few of them in our group that were like, I still have $200 left. Or I have, I don't know who these people are that aren't drinking. Right. But then those are the people that would shake for champagne. And, and Was it 48 hours in advance that you had to have? That bar tab. What? 24. 24. 24. Oh, excellent. You could, yeah. Really, it's just the day before. The day before you board the ship, you have to have it purchased. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, so that's how that works. But, and the other nice thing about that is a lot of the other cruise lines, when you do a drinks package, it's like you have to pay for it for everybody in the cabin. Right. Yes. A virgin, you can, it's individual sailors. So yep. if you want to have that bar tab, you pay for that bar tab. If the other person sharing your cabin with you doesn't, they don't have to buy Which it. Which makes sense too. if you're traveling with someone who doesn't like to drink or can't drink reason. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Yeah. Like my son and his girlfriend will join us at some point this year. She's not a drinker. He likes to drink. We don't have to force her to buy some package she's never going to use. We'll just yeah, buy so two for him. The sailor loot that you get is nice because you can use that for your drinks or you can use it to go to the spa or 
upgrade to the tomahawk stake. Yes. You can pay yeah, for your shore things. This, with and maybe it. you know, Heather, because you got one. Could you use it to pay for a tattoo? Yes. yes. For sure anything could. that you can pay money. It's like a gift card. That's so Use great. it for anything you want. Book your shore excursions, pay for your food, pay for whatever. So if you get one of these deals yeah. where you get like $600 worth of that, you get a nice fat tattoo ahead mm-hmm. of it. And the, the tattoo tat- shop on that ship was crazy good. Like they were really good artists. Yes, they're excellent artists. What they do is they're basically, a you know, they are these are established tattoo artists that come on the ship for a certain contracted amount of time. And the artist that I had, his name is Vermilion. And he's an award-winning artist from Georgia. And I went and looked at his site. His work is just incredible. I got a simple line art tattoo, which was what I wanted of a key. But I saw the stuff he was doing on board was just some gorgeous stuff. Yes, all of them on there. Just before you, he had tattooed. Right before you, he had tattooed a guy's French bulldog's face. So realistic. That was amazing. It was really good. But you Um, can drop by. Ahead of time, or as they're opening, like day one, you could drop off. Here's what I want: a picture of my mm-hmm. pet, or my whatever thing yeah. you want, or artwork. And then he would work it up mm-hmm. before you got back and to your appointment. I highly time. recommend if you want, because you can't swim after right after you get a tattoo. You can't swim for they they <laughs> say at least five days. You really should wait longer than that. But so you, if you want to get your tattoo on one of the last two days to give yourself more flexibility for the swimming and stuff, you need to go right away when they open on the first day to make your reservation. If you are a rock star or a mega rock star, you get, you can book that ahead of time. And that gets you because the last day of the sailing fills up immediately. Because people realize we didn't think about it until she had done it. And then, you know, we had a big group. So we did a pool takeover one afternoon Mm -hmm. and all got into the social pool. And she couldn't, but so she was yeah. so angry she had to go take a nap. <laughs> and go to the spa for a facial. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They also do piercings. Yes, ta- I was going to say that. And yeah, that first, yeah. the first day fills up. I didn't have any trouble getting an appointment, but it had to be one of the earlier days they were wide open, which was okay. I, you know, I sat next to the pool and at the beach club. I didn't get in the pool, but I could sit on the edge of the pool. It was fine. Next, my next trip, I won't be worrying about the fresh tattoo. So I'll get to get on a float in the pool at the beach club and stuff like that. But I'm really or glad plan I ahead did and get it. your tattoo like on your shoulder blade. I, yeah, or yeah. Top really of your head. I'm glad you that I did it. I, it was, you know, I've been wanting to do this for a while and there was something about having it done on the cruise ship that was just, mm-hmm. you know, just. It was cool. And it's lots cool of my friends tea. came down and watched. And she yeah, did it for it the fun. gram. That's right. That's right. <laughs> she literally did. And <laughs> I'm, yes. And Next I'm time very. I say, oh, I'm getting bullseyes on my nipples. Perfect. I'm very happy with it. It was very well done. They did put a waterproof, UV proof bandage on it for me that I wore for three days to make sure that it healed nicely. And it was a great experience. It was fun. Just something, you know, interesting and different. Where else can you? Get a tattoo at sea, like a real sailor. Yeah, like a crazy concept. But it was. Yeah, I'm glad do, somebody in our group did it, so we could yeah. see they'll it. They'll do whatever, whatever you want. If you don't have anything specifically in mind, you just want a cachet of a tattoo at sea. They have a little board of uh, some suggestions. Yeah, Anchor, the simpler, or a mermaid. smaller ones. Yeah, 
They also had reference books, a bookshelf full of like tattoo books. You could let them know you want something mm-hmm. like this. And, and they had know. two artists and one piercer. And I think the tattoos start at what, 150 for the very smallest yep. of designs and go up from there. Yep. Mine was two hundred, and it's about three inches. Three inches long, yeah. Now you also, Dan and I didn't, but you also did some spa stuff. The spa what was your opinion of their was, spa services? I thought it was great, and one of the things I loved about the spa is they didn't in a traditional spa setting. You when you get there, you check in, and there's a women's dressing room and a men's dressing room, and then you have separated men's and women's relaxation areas where you go sit until they come and get you on this ship you walked in and then they just had all gender like little changing cabins so it's a little just one little room you go in and get into your robe and stuff and then the waiting area is mixed gender so if you're there getting a couple's massage (laughs) you can go and sit with your partner you're not split up for most of the experience which i thought was great and then the services were excellent i got a facial she was really sweet very knowledgeable and it was very relaxing and great and what are their products what products do they sell they use elemis it's my favorite my favorite yeah (laughs) Uh, i mean it's actually Uh, now that i'm thinking of it there's some uh, stuff i should have bought yeah they also they also have grown alchemist available on board which has a great men's line smells really great and then their nail salon is separate where they do manicures and pedicures. And we already talked about the gro- the other grooming spots, the dry bar and the shave and a haircut place. Those were separate. And they do have, like, like a lot of cruise lines, they have a little, they have an esthetician on board. You can get some Botox if you want. <laughs> Stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Botox at sea. Yeah. And that was oddly, that was up in the nail salon. The Medi Spa doctor had a little cabin up. It was interesting how some, the spa, this is true on the Disney Wish too, but stuff is separated into nails here, hair Mm -hmm. here, relaxation, hydrotherapy here. So, you know, like on a lot of the cruise lines, it was all one giant area of the ship was all of that. I kind of like how they're separating things like that. So if I want to go just have hydrotherapy, I don't have to be around the nail people or Mm -hmm. the... Whatever. It's also it's nice that it's damn nail yeah. people. You know how they are. It's <laughs> always it's, with their fingernails and their toenails. Spreading it out that way also makes it so more of the treatment rooms can have a nice sea view, which is also yeah. nice. So you can Yeah, it seems like a lot of the ship is all the crew areas and everything are in the middle and everything that that the guests do seems to be outward facing, which makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even my favorite restroom on the ship. Oh yeah, was a room with a view that's at outside the galley. You can use the urinal, and yep. there's floor to ceiling glass. There were windows two like right that there. on the while yeah. you look out at sea. There were two like that on the pool deck too, on either side. Yeah, that's really every man's dream, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kept doing that too, but they asked me to put my pants back on. Sort of this is the Wendy's. Yeah, so that was, that was nice. Every, it seemed like every just kind of inch of that ship is just a little bit like the design aesthetic and everything is just slightly different mm-hmm. than every traditional ship I've been on. And I know ship design is changing in general. As newer ships come yeah. out, they're all looking a little different than they used to. But this one was just really neat from the jogging track that they had and 
out on that sports deck, they had like Dan said, the boxing ring, but they had a teeter totter <laughs> and different. Oh, swings the teeter totter! That was so hysterical. We had a bros day out. Some of us were going to do dodgeball, which I guess got canceled. Not enough people showed up, so we decided to be really manly and go do Instagram <laughs> pics and teeter totter and find the swings. Yeah. We did a four-person four teeter-totter thing that was just the silliest, <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever done. That was hysterical. It was going fun. For it. it was very yeah. fun. Yeah. And then you had hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, went and had some hot some dogs, hot dogs, beer, teeter-tottering, you know, dude stuff. Bro stuff. Yeah. It was good. It was I good. think that was it was my favorite cruise I've ever taken. Mine too. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've been um, on a million of them. And yeah. that this was... It just felt so fresh and did. Well, I guess if you did this one 10 times and start to feel the same too, but it, I felt like I was I seeing something different and yeah, just yeah. different everywhere I turned. Like, oh, that's not what I'm used to, but all great. They've got so many different itineraries and mm -hmm. destinations so that you can really do it quite a few times, I think, before I got old. Oh, yeah. And I was going to say, I was going to say with the design of the ship too, as a first time cruiser, I was a little worried going into it thinking that this was going to be a huge place. I was going to have a hard time finding my way around, getting used to where things are. It was, it's not as huge as I thought it was going to be, which is exactly what she said. And uh, badly, but really simple. Once you get to know the lay of the land to find everything. It's the easiest to navigate ship I've been on. Once you figure out, because deck six and seven are the main, like where all the stores and party stuff is and a majority of the restaurants. Once you remember if that was six or seven where you did that thing, you were good to right. go. Yeah. And then the top decks were really easy. Yeah. To find 15, 16, so, 17 were all upper outdoor activities yeah. and decks and pools and that sort of thing. Yeah. And most of the things are central and towards the rear of the ship. There wasn't as much going on to the. Yeah. The front, front of the ship is mostly high end rock star balconies mm -hmm. and things, in the, which is the opposite of a lot of ships. And the back end was all the open viewing, the dock and things like that. That was one we didn't touch on the dock. That is a beautiful faces out the back of the ship. You can watch yourself sailing out, but it's like an outdoor area with giant trees and really pretty wicker furniture, a bar and wellness drinks and an indoor bar aspect of it too. That area was just a great hang. Yeah. yeah it was a nice place to sit down and talk and just enjoy the, enjoy it. So. I can't say enough good about this line. And this is only one of the three ships. I assume they're all pretty similar, but have enough differences mm -hmm, yeah. that be worth exploring no. others. Yeah. They did say that the other one that is currently sailing right now, the Valiant Lady, mm -hmm. is pretty much exactly the same. They have the same restaurants yep. and shows. I think he did say the other one. He said the shows launching. were different, but everything else was the same. Yeah. And that there's going to be some slight changes in the other two that are launching later this year and in yeah, resilient so. lady, I think. And one of the one of the things they're changing is that one will have convertible a, bed, a standard bed instead of a sofa, you know, convertible type bed. But as far as like those, yeah, they're all very similar, or there's just slight changes. To exactly. Some, so. They don't need to change much. Because I loved it how it was. Yeah. And Valiant sailing. Lady is sailing in Europe right now. Is that right? I, there's yeah, there's note. one that does a well, lot of... Right now, literally, they oh, were no, back that's in right. Florida. 
they are both them. in the Caribbean right now because we passed yeah. each other. Let's see. I took some notes about isn't where. There are three ships now. But the third one is launching later this year, I think. Oh, this year. Yeah. But that other Valiant Lady one is the one that goes over and does the Mediterranean stuff. Mm-hmm. Sailing She's in, in the Greece. Caribbean right now, and we had a little. Passing. In the summertime, yeah. it'll be back in. Resilient and ship. Brilliant are the final two, and Resilient ah, yes. is about to launch, and then Brilliant is still being built. They really, it's a great, cool concept, and I feel so badly that they were supposed yeah. to launch right just when the pandemic the worst hit. So timing. they had a delayed launch, and then when they did launch, people still weren't sailing, and so they're two yeah. years into this thing. And but I yeah. will say, because of that, there's some pretty aggressive marketing and pricing mm-hmm. going on oh, yeah. now. It's a great time to try them, and a great little deals. bit of I mean, an adjustment to the marketing to be. Which I think is smart because you want to know that it's different. One of the one of the things they purposely tried to do is correct things that people didn't like about cruising. And they have done that. And but I think it's also if you love cruising, I still think it's lying oh, sure. for you. It doesn't take away from the things that you already loved about cruising. It just fixes some of the things that Maybe you love everything about it. It's still going to be an experience that you love. Yeah, I have some friends that cruised with us on Disney Cruise Line, not to keep bashing, not even bashing them at all, but I've done the most of my cruising on Disney Cruise Line. And they do not like buffets, the whole setup, Mm -hmm. the idea of it. They hate that. So they would love this. Yeah. And it's not as the initial marketing, I think Dan mentioned earlier, made you think that it would skew for much younger. That was Um, me that mentioned that. But it's true that a young crowd would like it, but I think it works for all ages as long as you're over 18. And they say 18, but I didn't really see anybody that was under, I'd say, 21 or two. No, but I would take my 19-year-old son, and I I think he would love it. Yeah. Yeah. He's a nerdy guy who loves video gaming and board games, and he would live back in that social club area. We didn't even say. They had like a hundred different kinds of board games, role-playing games, card games, all kinds of stuff. You could just borrow and use and play with on the thing and then put back on these two big shelves full Mm -hmm. of just Break and take games. it wherever you want uh-huh. on the ship. Yeah. yeah I took my home bring it back. I don't think you were supposed to do that. Uh, it's definitely, it really is for everybody. Um, oh, and disembarkation was a breeze too. So easy. You pre-schedule on the app what time you get off and boom. And it even gives you warnings. It's like, your time is in one hour. Your time is in 30 minutes. Get off the boat. You yeah, know? and you didn't have to take all your luggage with you to go to breakfast. That always irritates right. me on the last day of a cruise. There's Everybody's got their luggage all over the mm-hmm. can keep you your luggage in your stateroom. You could check it the night before if you wanted to, mm-hmm. or you could just carry it off like we did. Which is what we did, and we got to go have a nice breakfast and then go grab our stuff and walk right off the ship. It was so easy. And no line. Like, it never even, a little bit of, you know, a little bit of black, but. I bet I waited five minutes to go mm-hmm. through immigration. Yeah, that was super quick. Very easy. Process. And part of that was customs fault that when we first got off the ship, they only had one officer working from time to time. They just, yeah. the customs is over, understaffed, which the ships are not. The ships are very well staffed. The service is the best service I've had on any cruise. Absolutely. And they were all so, so happy for, you know, all the reasons we've already mentioned. A big one is the free Wi-Fi. 
You wouldn't believe how expensive that is for crew members on other cruise lines. They spend a lot of money. Yeah, I'm shocked they make the crew yeah. buy Wi-Fi Just on to these. keep in touch. You know, they're on the ship for six to 10 months at a time. And to the, keep in touch with home, they need the Wi-Fi. Yeah, the crews of these ships, for anybody that hasn't cruised, are from all over the world. Mm-hmm. So you might be from Malaysia or Philippines or all over Europe. and. You're not home for six months on end, and they made them buy Wi-Fi to text their kids. That's mm-hmm. crazy. It is crazy, yeah, and awesome. they're so appreciative. They're also not stacked into, you know, six people into a tiny cabin. They share with no more than one other crew member, which they're also just, this is amazing. We never yeah. had that On experience. the major cruise line, it's usually two floors of crew space. This one has four and a half of their Floors are true. It's pretty, pretty exceptional. It's pretty great. And it really makes a difference when your staff is happy, be happy at work and making sure that your guests are happy. And I really saw that. We can make our workers happy sometime. (laughs) Great idea. I hadn't thought of that until just now. (laughs) We learned something from Virgin Voyages. Thank you, Virgin. Thank you, Sir Richard Branson. Yeah. And Jeff mentioned what a great, the pricing right now and mm-hmm. the promos that they Excellent. have. I, it's insane. Like we were pricing out cabins for an upcoming sailing in September. Once you add up the, once you add up like the sailor loot bonus and the bar tab that they give you and stuff, it's literally, they're giving you back half of the price of the cruise for two mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Speaking of, mm-hmm. we have a circle, which, That's right. is, which is a group, a group for <laughs> the sailing that leaves Miami on September 20th on the Scarlet Lady. And we've got space in our circle. Yeah. Come which, one, come uh, all. And there's sign- a lot of benefits for being in a circle. A lot of benefits, including one of the big ones. You are automatically going to get a $100 bar tab. bar tab on Virgin just for signing up, mm-hmm. booking. It doesn't. So being part of the circle doesn't cost you anything. Get you or anything. a free just, bottle of Moet. That's right. Just, just to shake you- in your app. Yeah, free bottle of champagne, and you get the help and services of a key to the world travel advisor for making sure you got all your ducks in a row ahead of time, and you're gonna be partying with some some pretty cool people too. Hey, one interesting thing is we just had thirty five ish people go on this thing, and between us all, we've tried about twenty five different port area hotels, so Mm -hmm. we can advise you on all different. Benefits of all and pros and cons of all of those, including the budget. So we had people mm-hmm. staying yeah. from all the way high end to low end and yeah. help you know where to stay in Miami and activities to do, and bridges to walk across. Bikes to rent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've got a, we've got a thread going in discussing all that. So yeah, there's a lot that we can help you out with there. We're going to have, I don't think we have a date nailed down yet, but soon we're going to have a cruise night. Early, can, yeah, early March, probably one of the first two weeks March. of March, we'll have a cruise night uh, with more so. information. We'll invite some of the Virgin Voyages folks on to talk about things we may have missed. Yeah. yeah. And there will be ec- and actually incentives on top of the circle incentives if you book right. within a week of that cruise night. So stay so tuned Dave. for that date. More deets yeah, on they love to a later time. For sure, talk to your Key to the World Travel Advisor right away as soon as you hear this. They might be able to get you some special deals if they were on the sailing mm-hmm. with us. But yeah, it's going to be a good cruise in September. Wish I was going to be there. 
I wish you were too, Dan. You can meet my wife. That's She's right. pretty awesome too. Who am I going to bro with? She's She is even more fun than I am. Dan and Kendra have too many children to do things together. So they <laughs> take turns having amazing adventures. Someday those kids will be old enough. Wyatt can I'm be in charge. Down the days in 16 so short years. <laughs> hey, sooner than that, <laughs> Wyatt will be old enough to take care of his, his brothers. It's not so much about waiting for Wyatt to be old enough as it is waiting for the two youngest ones to settle down. Alex and Sophie. I don't know. You may be in trouble. I don't know whether those two will ever settle down. You're never traveling together without them. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. You're right. (laughs) But anyway, so yeah, keep an eye out. We will share on our socials. Keep an eye out on Key to the World, social media, Key to the World travel, that is, and um, for that cruise night. And head on over to Key to the World travel our Facebook page and our Instagram. We've already shared a ton of content from our crews. There's there. more photos, State room tours videos, and all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. And we're going to have more. I've got a video I'm working on for waterfalls. I've got all kinds of stuff to share. So I'm going to show you all the awesome stuff that you can do on board. And then we'll get you on board. Just pictures of me having drinks. There's a lot of that. <laughs> just kidding. There's lots more. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us again this week. Your party for real grown-ups. Explore anywhere else around the world. Key to the World Travel has an octopus's garden full of expert travel planners and ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation note. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventurers.com. Can't wait to hang out with you again. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventures Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.